And hello, everybody. Welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker. And today we're going to be talking to Promise Mangum. And I'm um, sorry if I say that the wrong way. English is not my well, first language. Right. <laughs> okay. right. Most people say Mangum. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I was, I was, uh, I was hoping it was going to come out right. But uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, this is great because I'm, I'm really happy to have Promise on because he has such high energy, and uh, so I'm going to let him talk about what he does because he's just always, always high energy, and I love that, and I love the work that he does. So we'll go right in to it and for those who are watching uh just you know follow subscribe like and uh that way you'll get access to all the other podcasts as well so tell us a little bit about your story tell us about uh, who you are and what you do uh promise mangum born and raised in pensacola florida uh moved up here to uh winston-salem north carolina about 10 years ago um Work with young people with developmental disabilities. Uh, worked with, uh, you know, my current uh, employer, and um, he had a idea of having young people with de- developmental disabilities and people who um, take care of them uh, play on the same team. You know, mm-hmm. um, actually uh, participating, you know, not uh, unlike. Uh, uh, Special Olympics and uh, with high energy, all that. Um, that happened around 2017, 2018, 2019. Everything was cool. Um, 2019, we really ramped it up really big. Had um, eight basketball teams, four kickball teams, stuff like that. Um, and we're going to do even bigger. And then uh, COVID happened. Um, so it was just kind of like, okay, everybody gets shut down because, uh, not only just because of the world, but also the population we take care of, um, are more vulnerable. So long story short, it was just kind of like, Hey, so what can we do with, uh, with the showcase sports syndicate, uh, which is his company. And I was just like, um, I don't know. We're all on zoom. Yo, go outside and see if you can shoot a basketball, uh, make a go on Zoom, and let's see if it works. It worked. So it was like, hey, guess what? We're going to call, uh, call it Bank Shot, and uh, people can still win prizes and stuff like that. And, yeah, Bank Shot was born 2020, March 2020. And, uh, yeah, we've been rocking and rolling ever since. Um, you know, knocking it out. Knocking it out. We had the uh, um, – Kind of had to pivot a little bit from uh, the original mission from uh, young people with you know developmental disabilities taking uh, playing each other uh, virtually online because uh, of the learning curve. To um, hey, we need to find some ballers who can actually ball. Uh, did that. Uh, got the South by Southwest online. Um, actually, pro- uh, did a production. Uh, there's a TV station down in Pensacola, Blab TV. We actually uh, did a live broadcast from seven different places in the world, and it was pretty awesome. Um, we got to be with the uh, 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 Greensboro Swarm. That's a G League team for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, uh, it, you know, like we we just been rocking and rolling, trying to do some stuff and. Uh, you know, stuff just continues to morph. You know, once the the world opened back up, uh, people really understand. Like, hey, you know, why play virtually when we just go outside and play with people? And 
So, you know, do we do that learning curve or do we move on to something else? And, you know, uh, even though we're still uh, pushing for the uh, hybrid uh, type of basketball play, uh, now we're in the esports. Yeah, host yeah. That's amazing, actually. That's that's awesome. And it's, it's I just love how it's, you just, you're so flexible, right? You're not, you didn't say, no, this is our vision. This is what we're sticking to. And, you know, it, you just, you just, got creative and that's what's amazing about it uh, i did want to ask you because you didn't mention how bank shots got started and, and the vision that you had for it but how how was it received in the community how how was and uh, i mean not the extended community because you're kind of all over the place now definitely um so biggest thing um coming to basketball when you're talking about hardcore basketball players players that may not make it in the nba may not be on the semi-pro team may be on the semi-pro team uh maybe be injured and stuff like that um and maybe can't play a higher caliber like they want to or once used to or whatever um receive well receive well you know there was still a learning curve that had to happen it's like hey it's kind of like zoom but you set the camera up and you play, you know, we can still referee and stuff like that. So that was uh, one of the challenges, but, you know, hardcore basketball players actually did it. Um, we, uh, like I said, we first started off with, uh, with college students, you know, cause college uh, was still kind of sort of shut down. So we started off with them, but uh, we kind of quickly found out that they're still, you know, worried about school unless you're hardcore basketball uh, player and you have to also realize this is the year before the NIL laws came to fruition because uh, we uh, you know uh, we're giving out money you know it said scholarships it was still cash money and we had to figure out like okay well if you're an actual basketball player at a uh, HBCU can you take these funds and stuff because like I said we're still in that right before the NIL laws happened. If you don't know what NIL is, uh, naming licensing, where students can actually get paid off of their name, image, or license. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of a weird space. So then we went to, um, like I said, I was on Instagram, um, you know, going door to door. You know, hey, you're a basketball player. You want to do this? No, no, no. Or it was like, yeah, that seems pretty interesting and nobody show up or whatever, but, uh, I started getting the ball rolling. People started seeing it and understanding it a little bit more. And it actually turned out really well, especially with uh, the one that we did in March for uh, South by Southwest. We had six people um, show up, two from North Carolina, one from Maine, one from um, one from uh, Boston, um, and one from Alabama, and two other people from uh, uh, Florida. So it was a really good uh, – experience um but keeping it going was still kind of like tough especially like i said because like around march april 2021 slowly stuff started adding uh opening up especially down in florida so it's just kind of like hey can we move pivot or you know should we you know still uh, do what we're doing right now so um that's how that started or that's how um, yeah. that happened 
because a lot happened in such a little short time. It actually leads me to my next question because I know when we started something new, we're all excited. We're like, we're going to change the world. You know, we're going to change how people play and stuff like that. And then one of your massive obstacles was COVID and then yeah. some, some changes. So can you share a little bit of some other obstacles that you had to face and, and kind of work around that? Um, like I said, the biggest thing was there's a window of opportunity that happened during COVID. And like, since this came out of COVID, um, it, you know, I don't know if people keep up with, you know, trends and stuff like that or uh, business stuff. Um, a lot of the companies that did really well during COVID aren't doing well right now because, you know, the world's open. Um, and you know, go back to what you're saying about being flexible. It's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, not super a lot of money has been sunk in this, so we should be able to pivot. You know, not super. No, you know, we don't have thousands of thousands or you know hundreds of of uh, people who work you know on this or whatever. We can actually pivot. You know, uh, fairly easy and uh, continue to push. So that was one of the biggest obstacles right there. Secondly, learning curve. Um, you know, getting to like I said, the excuse me, hardcore basketball player, they may not know what Zoom is. It's just, I mean, it's, it's fast. They, they yeah. you know, if you're a hardcore basketball player, you're thinking about basketball, you're not thinking about the office stuff, nothing about back end stuff. You know, even if you're at work or whatever, you, you know, you may not use Zoom, you may not use a uh, <laughs> video platform like this. Um, you know, uh, with IG, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, when you go on live, it's usually one person, you know, that person is going live or whatever. You might be able to have two people in there, but it's just like, it's a, it, it's still a big learning curve. And it's like, do we, you know, do we try to fight through that learning curve or do we say, hey, you know, let's move and uh, uh, pivot. So those are, the, those are the biggest challenges right there uh, that we yeah. had in the company. And like I said, now it's just like, um, those 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 obstacles uh, became opportunities because one thing that we did figure out, hey, if you're a hardcore basketball player, 90% of the time, if you're thinking about basketball, you're going to have a PS4, PS5, uh, Xbox, and you'll be playing a basketball game, which is going to be 2K. And uh, yeah. we built out, um, you know, is it's, it's, I'm not a gamer, you know, but the community, you know, uh, one thing I have to say is listen to your community. Listen to what people are saying or just take notice. Hey, we like to play basketball. Okay. But we also like to play video games. Okay, cool. And what we found out is like a lot of people don't understand that like the NBA actually has a full-fledged league. Um, uh, each player who plays in there um, guaranteed $35,000 for the season, season only four months, and you're playing basketball, you're playing uh, uh, 2K, um, plus prize money. So it's like, okay, where's the uh, where's the um, connection for that? Where's the connection for that? Um, most people are like, okay, are we a competitive player? And it's like, no, we just play casually online. But yeah, and still they're putting up $300 for a game, $500 for a game, whatever, online. And it's like, hmm. We could probably get into that. So that's kind of, sort of <laughs> where that pivot transaction uh, or transition came from as well. And once again, like I said, I know, you know the question was whether obstacles, but I think it's a solution or the pivots that happened. <laughs> 
No, but that's good because it, it shows the thought process of somebody that sees an opportunity where a lot of people sees a setback. So yeah. that is that's good that you said that. I was going to ask you this a little bit later on, but we, we could go right into it. If you could talk about eSport, because that is a big thing that's going on with, uh, with what you guys are doing. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, uh, one of my good friends, uh, Jefferson Dashley Gaming, what's up? Um, he is uh, he he started his uh, company, um, and he uh, wants to open up an uh, esports lounge, esports uh, arena uh, here in Winston. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I was like, okay, cool, that's great. And uh, what happened was while he was trying to figure that out and stuff, I was like, hey, man, you know, doing bank shot stuff, figuring out like, hey, everybody likes, you know, 2K or whatever. Um, you know, let's just go to the uh, community center and see if we can uh, do a 2K night or whatever. Literally turned into, because you know, me being a big, big idea person, uh, turned into, hey, we're going to do this, uh, but we're going to do it uh, every other week. Um, for you know the next three months or whatever, and uh, uh, the city liked it, the kids liked it, and uh, really built that out uh, like that. So uh, with that being, uh, or with that happening or whatever, I was like, hey, can we just make this a league? Um, you know, a semi-pro league. You know, at least uh, uh, now the difference between just having a tournament versus a semi-pro league is the fact of. The players in there, they get paid, just like any other, you know, whether you're talking about NBA or whatever. I'm going to make sure that, you know, if you're playing that night, you're going to have a base salary. Um, where's the money coming from? Don't know yet, but, uh, you know, whatever. Because, like, the, I think the overall goal is to be legitimate, make sure that people understand, like, you know, you have a, a path to get to that next level that you may not even know about. Um, you know, Back to, like I said, we're doing it for the teenagers, but I was just like, hey, you know, dudes, you know, my age, you know, 38 um, or, you know, 25, you know, I'm, and I'm looking at that age of 25, 38 or 40 or whatever, who are, quote, unquote, yeah. still young, um, still out there on the courts or whatever, still play video yeah. games, um, you know, like, to really show, like, Hey, you know, we 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 can actually do this and actually make a a a, a big push for this versus how, uh, like I'm saying, like with uh, other competitors, where it's like, hey, we want to do esports, but we want to keep it with uh, uh, high school, we want to keep it with college folk, or whatever, because we know that that's an easy path. Huh? Let's let's you know, you know, we got 25, 30, 35 year olds or whatever who are out mad on the sticks. But they're mad on the sticks, you know. They're also on the two uh, K league, so it's like, like, can 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 we shake that up? And that's you know my thinking on that. It's coming to that. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a real big deal when it comes to people forget. Like, okay, it's a n- nice, you know, it's a fresh new thing. Everybody needs to jump. When you get older, it's like, hey, wait a second, let's see, let's see how this plays out, you know. And it's like one of those things where me really thinking about that is like, yeah, everyone's here in this teenage area or this you know young adult area, but it's like we have a little bit more, you know, older folks. Like, 
we have a little bit more, you know, knowledge. Like, I know I can play. Okay, mm-hmm. I can actually be on and feel comfortable, feel good, or whatever. And nobody's going after that market. Well, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe that's what we need. So that's, that that was my whole thinking on the the esports stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, and then you said it again. It's just finding that opportunity where a lot of people are not even looking at it. So that's amazing. And it does bring me to the, that you're kind of rolling it. It's awesome. This is, this is really easy on me, but um, you often talk about working out the norm and uh, it has its advantages, you know, working out of the norm, uh, not following what everybody else does. And so you've talked about some of the advantage, but can you add to it? Like what advantages are you seeing? What opportunities are opening up to you? Because you're thinking out the norm. Um, the biggest one, actually, it's two. Um, first off, a lot of people on uh, like LinkedIn is a great tool. Period. A lot of people don't understand LinkedIn. A lot of people who are like, yeah, you know, LinkedIn, boom. LinkedIn is a great tool. Now, it's a great tool. If you can't, if you know how to use it, but it's also a great tool if you stumble upon stuff and you just keep reading a little bit. Just take your time, read a little bit more. Then you start finding out, you know, you might be one off of, of a person here or one off of a person here or whatever the case is. And I found yeah. out when I was like, you know what, I think we're gonna go heavy on this um esports stuff. Um found three, four, five black creators, not even creators, they are actually like part of the 2k league or they have like oh. esports stuff that's like you know hey we're doing this uh real big and they're you know black creators it's like mm-hmm. that is not nothing that i've i've ever seen in in this realm because everybody talks about esports so hey we got these big flashy stuff and it's, uh computers and all this type of stuff not console yeah. play that's 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 one of the biggest um things uh that uh, came up, you know, with LinkedIn. The second one is um, going after all these uh, pitch competitions, going after all these um, uh, 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 F6X stuff that, you know, but like yeah. it's not necessarily a pitch competition, but it's like, hey, you can get investment or whatever. Uh, all those no's, all those no's, you know, whatever. And then, like I said, this past, um, or not past, but um, in two weeks, uh, a guy, yes, it was just like, hey, you want to come here? And even though it's Winston, Winston was a big uh, uh, convention, it's called Converge South. And he was like, yeah, come on, you know, just be in the building and, and pitch, pitch out there. <laughs> like, uh, just keep doing that, you know, like I said, because, um, you know, uh, going back to what you're saying about being creative, um, you know, I, you know, applying for a creative um, competition, I was like, okay, you know, everybody got this. I still got now. It's it's yeah. like you be too out there or whatever. Even though like all the um, you know these are numbers. This is what this is. This is what yeah, it's too much. Yeah, we don't get it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, just keep going. Just keep, you know, you're going to find eventually that one person's like, I'm going to give you a chance. So um, that's what I got to say about that as far as like, you know, continuing to build out and just, you know, keeping going on your idea or vision. 
Yeah, because I, I, and it's a good thing you brought up the pitch competitions. A lot of people don't think about it, but it is a great opportunity to put your business out there, to put your idea out there and get some funding. Like you said, you, you may get a lot of no's, but it gives you that practice and you meet some people along the way. You may not win that competition, but you may make a contact that is going to be uh, helpful later down the road. So it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing that you mentioned. And I definitely want to say shout out to the first pitch competition. Well, not the first one, but uh, the, the, the one that, that really changed the um, trajectory of bank shot. Definitely startups on the block. Startups on the block down there in Pensacola, Florida. Um, yeah. boy, love you, bro. Like, I ain't gonna say this lie. Like, he was like, "Hey, promise, like, just do it. Just, 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 just do it." I think you have uh, the charisma. I think you have the idea. It, it's just enough out there to where, um, it's like it's kind of far fetched, but at the same time, me being passionate about it and showing like, well, deep, these are the steps I'm trying to do. Like, doing that was, like one of the best best deals in the world. No, I'm not doing a, uh, uh, you know, whatever, but yeah, that, that, that <laughs> one really the trajectory because being out there in Florida yeah. um, and moving back up here to uh, North Carolina where uh, it's a bigger, you know, it's a bigger uh, part, but a lot of people is just like um, more in the uh, tech, um, even though we have a big community about an hour and 15 minutes away uh, down there in the uh, Triangle, um, where UNC is, where D- uh, Duke is, where NC State mm-hmm. is. Um, you know, I'm over here where Wake Forest is, where uh, NC State is, and uh, A&T. So, oh, um, oh, yeah, and A&T. And then, like I said, uh, about 20 minutes up the road, we have um, UNCG. They have an esports league now, or esports um, uh, 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 um, track and a high point mm-hmm. university esports track. So it's like North Carolina is like getting real big in esports or whatever. So it's just kind of like, okay, let, like let's continue to move here, but still keep an eye on uh, you know, the hybrid play. So. Yeah, I'm glad to you. You mentioned Lloyd. I know it wasn't. It was we weren't going to talk about, but I was amazing. Person, like he just opens up doors to people that uh, you would never think you'd have that opportunity. And he's so passionate about it. He's just like, oh, we yeah. need to get people out there. There's there's ways to get business started. And he does so much for the yeah. community. So, yeah, definitely a shout out. This is not planned. He doesn't know, but we're going to do it. A shout out for him. That's right. <laughs> now, this, uh, this show, the, the, one of the reasons why I do this show is, is a lot of it has to do with, you know, talk about things that we wish we would have known earlier on in life, you know, make our lives easier. And just to be raw and real about it, that you're, you're always creating, you're always, you know, talking to people, meeting people. Um, how do you balance that with your personal life? You don't need to get personal about your life, but how do you find that balance between home life and, and this, uh, this new venture? Understanding what my, um, that's, that's it. Um, like I said, I'm, uh, uh, not here most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. can't like I really, really, really want to, uh, work 40 hours a week during the week. Plus, on Friday and Saturday night, I work 12. So I work seven days a week. Uh, I work 40, 
um, yes, yeah, 64 hours um, every week um, on a regular job. Then turn around and have to do, um, you know, camera stuff and bank shot. Yeah. You know, some, someone had to take a hit. Uh, and right now it's just like bank shots, like it's not on the back burner. Um, bank shot is very, like we're, we are, I'll say it like this, I'm, I'm making more strategic moves mm-hmm. uh, because I don't, have, I don't have the time like that because balancing work and just a family life, um, I don't have the time to sit here and mess up on bank shots. So um, mm-hmm. it's very strategic. Um Going back and, and and I will say this, going back to uh something else previous, um, about what you're saying about just being out there. Um working. When, when I did uh the hoops and hip hop conference in May, didn't know it was gonna work. Didn't like I've never done a conference. I'm pretty much the only one who's putting it together. Um you know, production team ain't no production team. It was like a couple, you know, my boys. Um, yeah. Uncle did the uh, sound and literally back on the, you know, Instagram. Yo, you want to perform? Hey, you want to do this? Hey, can you speak about this? And people just like, I like you. Yes, I like you. Yes, and it's like and it turned into a really big, nice collect. Fast forward, uh, one of the dudes in there, he's with it up. Basketball tournament, big basketball tournament uh, for FIBA. Um, hoop it up. Um, I was like, yeah, we're going to do the esports tournament, and it was like, and this is like after um a big letdown from the city. So I was trying to do a uh, um Juneteenth Classic. It was a basketball tournament. It didn't work out like horribly, <laughs> and um yeah, it was just like okay. Uh, my homeboy hit me up because he was with um, Hoop it up. And everything was, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, we'll come out there, put, uh, bring a couple of PlayStation or whatever, and, uh, you know, let the kids play around. Yeah. When when I did the post, um, it's a company called XVX hit me up. I cannot tell you, I'll, I will say the name again, X versus X. So I cannot, I'm not going to sit here and, and name drop whose company it is. X versus <laughs> X Sports. They hit me up and I was like, hey, we see you're doing stuff with Hoop It Up, three on three. Now, if you look those two up and you see who actually owns, controls them, you're going to see how big that means or, or what that, how big, you know, the people are who are actually running the, uh, those two companies. And then yeah. me up was like, hey, you know, we just went, we were trying to break into esports or whatever. I'm like, um, okay, like, <laughs> I guess I'm doing enough to where people are taking notice. I don't really see it, but on the realm of basketball, it's a huge deal. And you're talking about people who are like, it's a, it's a big deal, like the people who are there. So it's just like, it was one of those things where you got to kind of sort of be out there. And when people start recognizing stuff, when it connects you to something, be like, yo, you can help me out doing this. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah let's, let's, Let's get it working or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a big deal about being out there, being in the right place, just showing up, just you know, um, wherever you are, you know, being online and you know, maybe you know, making a statement on you know, a post LinkedIn. Once again, I gotta go back to that. Um, LinkedIn is your friend, 
LinkedIn mm-hmm. is your friend. If we're, if we're all business, LinkedIn is your friend. Just leave a comment. Maybe, you know, you know, can't be too pushy, but it's just like, hey, enjoy your stuff. Or, you know, whatever. Um, like, yeah. you, you really have to just utilize those tools you have. Um, you know, even if you're not an uh, uh, extrovert, I think that's what, you know, if you're an introvert yeah, or whatever. That's the one. Besides, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, appreciate you on this. And somebody's, you know, they're going to like it. So something's going to happen where it's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you made a pivotal point there that, well, first of all, LinkedIn, uh, it's the same with me. It helped my business so much. But when you're out there all the time and you're going only by the likes and the, the engagements in your posts, you, you think that nothing's happening, but there's so many people that are watching you silently mm-hmm. that you don't realize. And all of a sudden you get one of those those messages and you're just like, what, is this a joke? Is this a fake account? Is this like, you're just like, no, this can't be real. But there, people are watching you. So just keep showing up, you know, be consistent, keep showing up. That is amazing advice there because yeah, it is a game changer. Um, I do have a question for you. And I asked this, I, I didn't explain it to you, but I explained this almost in every uh, um, interviews is a few years back, a little girl interviewed me for a school project and she was asking all the adults a question that all adults ask children, but the adults weren't giving her the answer. So she would get frustrated. And I told her when she asked me, I answered the question. She got all excited. So I promised her I would ask all the people I interview. And the question is, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) Influential. Like, honestly, influential. I want to um, you know, influential, like, like, mm-hmm. I want somebody, um, it's a personal story, and uh, it actually happened, I want to say Saturday, um, um, there is, uh, I don't know if you know, know a lot of music stuff, I don't know, uh, but there's a, a producer, and, um, Ninth Wonder. His, his name is Ninth Wonder. He's actually yeah. from big, big, big influential hip hop person. Um, yeah. Done amazing things. Very quiet, you know, soft spoken or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was working for my pizza, went over, you know, next door, whatever. And never met this dude. You know, every, you know, a couple of people who I know were like, yeah, man, that's him, boom, boom, whatever. It's just, you know, whatever. But I've never met this dude. And walking there, and he's sitting there at a table. Um, with, I guess friends, family, or whatever. And I'm just like mouth drops. I'm like, oh my god, this dude. He's a prof- I'm a professor down there. You know, like I said, over at NCCU down there in the Durham. And it was just kind of like, um, I you know I go I go you know get my drink whatever and come and, and, and then I was like, now let me leave my drink with you know let me drink this real quick. And then I just went back over there and it's like. I didn't say, you know, like, hey, man, you know, boo. I was like, hey, can I just get a picture, man? Yeah, yeah man, I'm here with my family, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's like, yeah, we can just have to go outside real quick. Sat there, took a picture real quick. And it's just like that, that, that type of influence. Like nobody, like, you know, they have a core yeah. fan, core, like a real uh, connection with folk like that. I want, I want to have that. You know, yeah. when, when I grow up, you know, be like, oh man, <laughs> this dude just, you know, 
he was in Winston, he did this. Oh, he's in Pensacola, he did this. You know, wherever else, you know, we might, you know, be or whatever. You know, he actually did this. Oh, snap, this is awesome. Like, just being influential, you know, helping, you know, people really, um, not even thinking outside, but, you know, just believe in themselves, you know, just be influential (laughs) to uh, people to believe in themselves, you know, like, I can actually do this. You know, I... My idea is valid. They're valid enough to where I believe it and I'm going to continue to pursue this. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely, you were definitely heading that way where you just leave never positive. Hey, but I'm never going to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. That's it. But, like, but, no. <laughs> never want to grow I'm up. Grow, I'm never going to grow up. So it's like, I'm good. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I always say I'm a grown woman trapped in a child. I'm a child trapped in a grown woman's body. But yeah, you never want to grow up. That's why I love asking that question because we get so many different answers. And uh, whatever you say now may change five years from now. So it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll uh, before we leave, uh, I mean, I follow you on social media, so I get to see all the the work that you do and the energy you put in there. But how can people uh, contact you? How can people reach you if they want to know more about what you do? All right, look, so, you know, usually all the other stuff or whatever, people say, check my IG. I'm going to give you, I'm going to hit you first with this. Area code 850-398-0402. Again, it's area code 850-398-0402. If I don't pick up, send me a text. Yo, promise. Uh, This is such and such, and I found this podcast. We want to talk some business. Cool. Then, <laughs> then, everything else is Promise Mangum, P-R-O-M-I-S-E-M-A-N-G-U-M, on all social medias. Then, yeah. on the, uh, for Bank Shot, it's A-T-M Bank Shot. A-T-M B-A-N-K-S-H-O-T. That's it. Like... That's amazing. One of the bravest men I know to put his oh. phone number out there. <laughs> out in the world. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And I'll uh, I'll put the in the comments as well. I'll I'll put your social media uh, contact information. Do I don't care. Like, hit me up. I'm, hey, I want if people want to reach me, like I have to be accessible. Yeah. I have to be accessible. Like, why have this? This 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 wall or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's amazing. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on. You're doing amazing work, and it's nice to see how how well it's moving forward. And you know, it may not feel like it sometimes, but if looking at it from the outside, it's 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 beautiful to watch. And uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. And for everybody else who uh you know don't be afraid keep the conversation going and comments what you think and um and what and what you like from from what Pro- promise is doing for his work and uh so just to, as an ending note everybody thank you so much for tuning in stay safe stay awesome and we'll see you soon yeah, I know it. peace <laughs>